0: Today is the 26th day of January, and welcome to the Coffee and Morning Prayers podcast. I invite you to pull up a chair, settle down with your favorite cup of coffee or tea and join me in prayer. Now let us begin our day. Send out your light and your truth, that they may lead me and bring me to your holy hill and to your dwelling. and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. Oh, that today you would hearken to his voice. Song for the 26th day. Your word is a lantern to my feet, and a light upon my path. I have sworn and am determined to keep your righteous judgments. I am deeply troubled. Preserve my life, O Lord, according to your word. Accept, O Lord, the willing tribute of my lips and teach me your judgments. My life is always in my hand, yet I do not forget your law. The wicked have set a trap for me, but I have not strayed from your commandments. Your decrees are my inheritance forever. Truly, They are the joy of my heart. I have applied my heart to fulfill your statutes forever and to the end. I hate those who have a divided heart, but your law do I love. You are my refuge and shield. My hope is in your word. Away from me, you wicked. I will keep the commandments of my God. Sustain me according to your promise that I may live and let me not be disappointed in my hope. Hold me up, and I shall be safe, and my delight shall be ever in your statutes. You spurn all who stray from your statutes. Their deceitfulness is in vain. In your sight all the wicked of the earth are but dross. Therefore I love your decrees. My flesh trembles with dread of you. I am afraid of your judgments. I have done what is just and right. Do not deliver me from my oppressors. Be surety for the servant's good. Let not the proud oppress me. My eyes have failed from watching from your salvation and for your righteous promise. Deal with your servant according to your loving kindness and teach me in your statutes. I am your servant, grant me understanding, that I may know your decrees. It is time for you to act, O Lord, for they have broken your law. Truly I love your commandments more than gold and precious stones. I hold all your commandments to be right for me, all paths of falsehood I abhor. Your decrees are wonderful, therefore I obey them with all my heart. When your word goes forth, it gives light. It gives understanding to the simple. I open my mouth and pant. I long for your commandments. Turn to me in mercy, as you always do to those who love your name. Steady my footsteps in your word. Let no inequity have dominion over me. Rescue me from those who oppress me and I will keep your commandments. Let your countenance shine upon your servant and teach me your statutes. My eyes shed streams of tears because people do not keep your law. You are righteous, O Lord, and upright are your judgments. You have issued your decrees with justice and in perfect faithfulness. My indignation has consumed me because my enemies forget your words. Your word has been tested to the uttermost and your servants hold it dear. I am small and of little account, yet I do not forget your commandments. Your justice is an everlasting justice and your law is the truth. Trouble and distress have come upon me, yet your commandments are my delight. The righteousness of your decrees is everlasting. Grant me understanding that I may live. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be. Amen. Reading from the letter of Paul to the Galatians. You foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you? It was before your eyes that Jesus Christ was publicly exhibited as crucified. The only thing I want to learn from you is this Did you receive the Spirit by doing the works of the law, or by believing what you heard? Are you so foolish? Having started with the Spirit, are you now ending with the flesh? Did you experience so much for nothing? If it really was for nothing, well then, does God supply you with the Spirit and work miracles among you by your doing the works of the law or by you believing what you heard? Just as Abraham believed God, It is reckoning to him as righteousness. So, you see, those who believe are the descendants of Abraham. And the scripture, foreseeing that God would justify the Gentiles by faith, declared the gospel beforehand to Abraham, saying, All the Gentiles shall be blessed in you. For this reason, those who believe are blessed with Abraham who believed. For all who rely on the works of the law are under a curse, for it is written, Cursed is everyone who does not observe and obey all the things written in the book of the law. Now it is evident that no one is justified before God by the law, for the one who is righteous will live by faith. But the law does not rest on faith, on the contrary, whoever does the works of the law will live by them. Christ redeemed us for the curse of the law by becoming a curse for us. For it is written, cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree in order that in Christ Jesus, the blessings of Abraham might come to the Gentiles so that we might receive the promise of the spirit through faith. so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. For as rain and snow fall from the heavens and return not again, but water the earth, bringing forth life and giving growth, seed for sowing and bread for eating, so is my word that goes forth from my mouth. It will not return to me empty, but it will accomplish that which I have purposed, and prosper in that for which I sent it. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. A reading from the Gospel according to Mark. The apostles gathered around Jesus and told him all that they had done and taught. He said to them, come away to a deserted place all by yourselves and rest for a while. For many were coming and going and they had no leisure even to eat. And when they went away in the boat to a deserted place by themselves. Now many saw them going and recognized them and they hurried there on foot for all the towns that arrived ahead of them. As he went ashore, he saw a great crowd, and he had compassion for them, because they were like sheep without a shepherd, and he began to teach them many things. When it grew late, his disciples came to him and said, This is a deserted place, and the hour is now very late. Send them away so that they may go to the surrounding country and villages and buy something for themselves to eat. But he answered them, You give them something to eat. They said to him, Are we to go and buy two hundred denarii worth of bread and give it to them to eat? And he said to them, How many loaves have you? Go and see. When they had found out, they said, Five, and two fish. Then he ordered them to get all the people to sit down in groups on the green grass So they sat down in groups of hundreds and of fifties. Taking the five loaves and the two fish, he looked up to heaven and blessed and broke the loaves and gave it to the disciples to set before the people. And he divided the two fish among them all and all ate and were filled. And they took up 12 baskets full of broken pieces and of the fish. Those who had eaten the loaves numbered 5,000 men. Immediately he made his disciples get into the boat and go on ahead to the other side, to Bethsaida, while he dismissed the crowd. After saying farewell to them, he went up on the mountain to pray. Here ends the readings. You are God. are the King of glory, the eternal Son of the Father. When you became man to set us free, you did not shun the virgin's womb. You overcome the sting of death and opened the kingdom of heaven to all believers. You are seated at God's right hand in glory. We believe that you will come to be our judge. Come then, Lord, and help your people Bought with the price of your own blood, and bring us with your saints to glory everlasting.
1: A reading for Thursday in the third week of the Epiphany. Today's reading comes from St. Angela of Foligno, circa early 14th century. Divine wisdom teaches much about poverty. Poverty shows us flaws because we see how poor we are in our own beings. After this illumination, God's goodness becomes clear and we love God's goodness without hesitating. And then we do spontaneous acts of kindness with God's good love. That's when all self-reliance is gone. When you possess this truth, no devil can ever trick you. Poverty is the mother of all virtues. She's the one who teaches divine wisdom. The wise son of God knew poverty. All his life the suffering godman knew only the poverty of the cross. Christ's life began, continued, and ended on the cross. Jesus was always on the cross of poverty and constant pain and scorn and pure obedience. This is our heritage. We must accept it as our birthright. Suffering lasts as long as you live, and the blessing is that there's only as much of it as you can bear. The more you mature, the more you love God, and the more you will try to do what the suffering God-man does. There's also another example of true poverty in the good thief crucified beside the God-man. This thief had lived a crooked life, but once he accepted the divine light of God, and saw God's goodness, he saw his own poverty immediately and accepted it. That's why this thief scolded the other man being crucified, the one insulting Christ. You're being crucified, and yet you have no respect for God. He reminded the other one that they were getting their just deserts, but he had done nothing wrong. Can't you see that? he exhorted. Then he turned to Christ and asked him to remember him when he entered his kingdom. He was saved then. We sinners get no satisfaction, nor can we satisfy God until we confess our absolute poverty to him. Here ends today's revelation.
0: I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit, and born of the Virgin Mary, and suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. and guide us in the way of justice and truth. Let your way be known upon earth, your saving health among all nations. Let not the needy, O Lord, be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God, and sustain us with your Holy Spirit. Lord God, almighty and everlasting Father, you have brought us in safety to this new day. Preserve us with your mighty power that we may not fall into sin nor be overcome by any adversity. And in all we do, directing us to the fulfilling of your purpose through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. O Father of mercies and God of all comfort, our only help in the time of need, we humbly ask of you to behold, visit, and relieve your sick servants for whom prayers have been asked. Look upon them with the eyes of your mercy. Comfort them with a sense of your goodness. Preserve them from the temptations of the enemy and give them patience under their affliction. And in your good time, restore them to health and enable them to lead the residue of their life in your fear and to your glory. And grant that finally they may dwell with you in life everlasting through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Almighty and everlasting God, by whose Spirit the whole body of your faithful people is governed and sanctified, receive our supplications and prayers which are offered before you for all members of your holy church. That in their vocation and ministry they may truly and devoutly serve you through our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen.